Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody. Across the table, I've got Ryan Grody. Back again. Hi, Ryan. Hey. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Ryan is a true, um, I don't know what I want to say here, a uh, fill-in. <laughs> <laughs> Maria Drankoff was supposed to come on today and then she got held up at work. Maria, we will totally have you back on again. Um, but it was a, like, I don't know, 20 minutes where I'm leaving and Maria's like, you're going to hate me. I'm like, no stress, no worries. I totally appreciate you. Uh, Ryan, can you be a guest co-host? So thanks, Ryan. Of course, I've been ready to come back. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been waiting for the opportunity yeah. to ask you to come back on. Yeah. Okay, well then what's been your favorite workout? Favorite workout? Well, it was probably the Miami Rugby Alumni match that was last Saturday, but we'll skip that because I'm officially retired from playing rugby now. We are not going to skip <laughs> you talking about rugby. Do you want to talk about how you were the man of the match? No, how that's many, okay. That's, how many that's tries all. did you score? I scored four. That's okay. We can get over that though. Uh-huh. The new workout. Uh-huh. My uh, favorite workout. So since I've done, I've been done playing rugby, I just, I've just been injured a lot more so when I was playing. yeah let's talk about it why yeah. why are you done playing rugby besides so, the fact that you t- tore the pectoral tendon off of your bone yeah so I tore my pectoral tendon last year and I've been saying I'm going to retire for a few years and I decided to play again this summer and I pulled my hamstring and then I kind of messed up my back uh shout out to Eric Nobby for helping out with my back injury shout though out Eric Nobby um, and this is also coming from a place where you had never really been injured before no I haven't really had any bad injuries except for the the peck. So you got the peck, then you had one thing after the other, and mm-hmm. you finally realized you're not a spring chicken. Yep. And I just want to be able to stay active throughout my life, and especially with like concussions and everything, I realized that if I keep playing... Yeah, that's... I don't want to be wiping your ass <laughs> in like 20 years. Yeah, I don't want you to either. <laughs> so yeah, decided I have to be done, even though I love playing. Uh, so now I've just been kind of focused on mobility and flexibility, and I've really gotten into rock climbing lately. Mm-hmm. What got you into rock climbing? Uh, well, I, I did it a few years ago and really got into it and then it just kind of stopped. And then I saw on my friend Matt's Instagram that he was climbing, talked to him about it and went with him once. And now I've been going like twice a week. Yeah, but since. didn't you watch a documentary? Oh, and I watched Free Solo. Yeah. It's a documentary about this guy who climbs El Capitan, which is uh, this huge rock face and uh he climbs it without a rope or anything so i mean That's he had a, <laughs> there's a, a high chance that he this would die just, doing uh, it this is just as bad as me watching forks over nice documentary and then i was vegan <laughs> hey. like you watch one man doing a crazy thing and now you're a rock climber <laughs> yeah but i had done it before and i love it so i'm obsessed with that now you um, are obsessed with it how often do you go uh, i try to go twice a week where are you going I was going to Climb Time in Blue Ash. I've been to Rock Quest. And then there's Mosaic. But those are all like further up north. So Climb Time just opened another location in Oakley, which I just went to. Um, so I'll probably go there mostly now. So Ryan is looking for some climbing friends for mm-hmm. when his other climbing friends are not available. So if anyone is a climber and wants to hang out with Ryan because my nails are too long <laughs> to do it. And so I don't really want to. He needs someone to go with. Yep. So, so well, that's your favorite workout. Yeah. In addition to that, I've been doing like a gymnastic style workout to yeah, focus on we have mobility. Mucciano over here. You <laughs> so I'm just going to throw out there. I really want to get on some like parallel bars and maybe a pummel horse. 
<laughs> I just don't know where adults please, can do gymnastics. So if please, you know, please someone tell Ryan where he can find a pummel horse <laughs> so I can fucking watch this happen anywhere near downtown or like northern Kentucky. So we're looking for a gymnastics gym. Yeah. So um, yeah, DM Chrissy if you know of a gymnastics gym that I can go to. So what was your favorite workout? Well, I feel like I can't keep saying that my favorite workout was the hip hop yoga class at Hi-Fi every single week, but I have to give it an honorable mention this time specifically because Tommy played so much Post Malone mm. off Posty's brand new album. I love that yoga class so much, but I'm going to say something else. Uh, I'm going to say our Carter Fitness workout. Mm-hmm. So Ryan and I went to the Fit AF workout I think, personally, it's the best cardio workout in the city. Mm -hmm. So what do we do? Let me tell you. Well, you already know what we did, but I'm going to tell everyone else. It's only 30 minutes, and it is grueling work. I'm talking like after on our ride home. So many times I was just like, oh, oh, (laughs) my body was just like, just wiped. Yeah, I felt the same way. you feel the same way? Yeah. I mean, even like, even like a kind of like internal rumbling. I'm like, what did you just do to me? Yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. Yep. Where yeah, I really like that too, just because I haven't done as much cardio lately now that I've been done r- with rugby. That was like my main source of cardio because there's so much running, but I haven't really done anything like that. So this so was really hard and really a really good workout to focus on cardio. Yeah. And strength too, really. Yeah, I d- I'm going to go through the workout. Okay, so this is what it was. So we had a minute, Burpees with tuck jumps, 12-second rest. A minute, battle rope slams, 12-second rest. A minute, TRX row, the hardest one, 12-second rest. One minute, one arm thruster, 12-second rest. One minute, med ball slams, 12-second rest. One minute, the other arm thruster, 12-second rest. Okay, so the 12-second rest is not a fucking rest. You're just literally moving from the one station to the Mm -hmm. next. It is, there's really not a lot of downtime at all. And not even to a point I've talked about before where like I love those really, really high intense cardio workouts where you have a rest period where you can really dial in and like prepare for the next one. No, this is not it. This is, there's no preparing. You're just like in it. And I thought for sure the TRX row in that segment. Was, okay, so we did that tw- four times through. I thought the TRX low row was the hardest. Mm-hmm. You did not think that. No, uh, not cardio wise, but like my biceps were definitely burning during that. Like strength wise, that was the hardest part, yeah, I think. The strength wise, for sure. Mm-hmm. My cardio is probably just better than yours right now. So mm-hmm. it wasn't as bad Maybe. <laughs> for me. So, okay, we did that four times through. And then we did a minute sled push, 15 second rest, 30 seconds jump squats, 30 seconds reverse lunges, 15 second rest, one minute on the tread. 15 second rest, one minute on the assault bike, 15 second rest, one minute ski erg, 15 second rest, two times through. Moving from the sled to the jump squats, terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the sled always kills me. The sled is so difficult. And then he asks you to jump squat. Yep. He like came up and he's like, this is going to burn. I'm like, yeah, Jimmy, you're right. It's really fucking burning. But it was a great workout for me too because we haven't worked out together yeah. in so long. Yeah. You, like you said, you haven't really been, you've been doing your own little 
gymnast routine and your rock climbing and we haven't really done any kind of workouts together yeah so it was good to work out with you yep. did you think that i was doing a good job <laughs> yeah i was impressed were you really yeah <laughs> good. okay what do you want to talk about okay uh fitness wellness trend i want to talk about i want to talk about wim hof breathing so it's tell us about wim hof so breathing. it's this breathing technique that um was uh invented by this dutch guy wim hof so this guy i know he's dutch yeah where's he from amsterdam Um, the netherlands the netherlands yeah amsterdam is in the netherlands yep okay yeah uh so yeah this guy he holds like 20 world records um the main one i think is uh like the longest time submerged in ice so with this breathing technique that Wait, he does... Wait, and he also swam under yeah. the whole entire ice, like... Yeah, under... that's another one of his world records, I think. This guy's a freak. Yeah. You need to look him up, you guys. Yeah. Wim Hof. And yep. go check out his podcast with Joe Rogan. Yeah. It's crazy. That's yeah, that's how where first, I heard about yeah, him. Yeah, that's how he first heard about him. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he does this breathing technique, and that allows him to voluntarily control his autonomic nervous system. So that allows him to control his body temperature. So that's why he's able to stay submerged in ice for so long. Um, So when you do this technique, your oxygen in your blood increases and your CO2 decreases. And there are a lot of different benefits that they've studied. So it relieves stress. It boosts his immune system. It's good for mental health. uh, It could also be good for some autoimmune diseases. Uh, So they did this study where he trained people in his breathing technique and they injected the people in this study with a toxin that it's like a mild toxin that usually causes flu-like symptoms. But when they do this breathing technique, they're able to control their immune system and it didn't cause those symptoms. Um, so like, it's not just that he's a freak. It's that, you know, he has this technique. He can transfer a skill. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a transferable skill. So didn't he also help, doesn't he help train people to like climb Mount Everest or something with like no (laughs) equipment or anything? Uh, yeah. So he climbed, he didn't climb to the top of Mount Everest, but he climbed a lot of Mount Everest in shorts and shoes. It's just unheard of. Um, so yeah, I've been, that's been part of my morning routine is doing this breathing technique every morning. What does it look like? So you breathe in, fill your lungs as full with air as you can, and you breathe out just like a normal exhale, exhale. So you do that 30 times. And then on the last one, you just breathe out normally. And then you just hold your breath as long as possible. You just don't breathe in. You just sit there and just kind of focus on your body. It's also kind of like a meditation technique too. And then um, when you can't hold your breath any longer, you inhale fully, fill your lungs up, and then hold it for about 15 seconds. And you kind of feel like tingly. Um, It almost gives you like a kind of a high. Um, But I, I do that to start my day and I feel like it just kind of gives me energy to get my day started. How long do you do that for? Uh, so you're supposed to do that like 30 breaths and three rounds. So I usually just do one round. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll do three though. And when else do you do that? Uh, when I'm hungover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? Yep. Of? When you're a hungover little baby. <laughs> yep. And you won't take any Advil like a normal person to get rid of your hangover. You say that you'll do Wim Hof breathing and take a cold shower. <laughs> yep. Take a vitamin and, you know, get through it. But you don't get through it. You just <laughs> whine and complain. No, and eventually. Bitch all day long. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. So do you, do you, how long have you been doing this? Uh, I think like probably two or three years now. Probably three years. And do you think that this has been a big positive change in your life? 
Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, it's been part of my morning routine and I think it's just like a good way to start my day. Can you walk us through your entire morning routine? Uh, my morning routine. So usually I will get up, do my Wim Hof breathing first. Where do you do your Wim Hof breathing? Uh, just usually like on the floor in the, in the living room. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done with that, I will do my part of my gymnastic workout. Um, so I, I do it through Gymnastic Bodies, which is this online subscription that I have. So it's mostly body weight stuff, and I have a pull-up bar that I use. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that, and then when I'm done with that, I'll do 15 or 20 minutes of meditation. Then I'll take a cold shower, and then I will make breakfast and get ready for work. And what's your breakfast? Uh, It's usually five eggs and sometimes a piece of bread like mashed up in there Mm -hmm. (laughs) with some avocado and sriracha sauce this is the fucking freak of nature that i live with (laughs) he wakes up in the morning and he does this weird breathing technique he does his gymnastics routine he meditates he takes a cold shower i'm over here just like trying to fucking wake up and live my life and i sometimes totally feel like a piece of shit (laughs) i'm like look at him doing all these things while I have to actually do a job and work (laughs) and bring home the bacon for us. Oh, really? (laughs) Like I don't work. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm just kidding. But is I, I am sometimes really envious of your morning routine. Not that I couldn't, I have, I have my morning Mm -hmm. routine, right? I totally have my morning routine. It's different than yours. I think it brings me the same amount of joy and, Mm -hmm. It's just like a like anchors me into my day kind of feeling, mm-hmm. but I have been a little sometimes a little resentful <laughs> if I'm if I'm being honest. I didn't know that of your. <laughs> Do you yeah. want me to stop? No, I don't <laughs> want you to stop at all. It's my own shit to deal with. Yeah, but I, some when I like see you working on your mobility and I'm like taking a call or something, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I, wish I could work on my mobility. But that's your focus right now, and that's right. what you're focused on, and. And of course, I'm happy for you and I want you to be doing that. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just like, sometimes it's like, it's like the Instagram posts you don't want to see. Yeah. You don't want to see someone's like, get after it. Go to the gym. Be positive. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah. But I'm, I don't, I'm not saying. (laughs) I know. I'm happy for you. Yeah. But it's just some, it can be an interesting dynamic. Yeah. How long have you been doing this morning routine? Uh, I feel like. This whole routine is like a little bit newer. Like all those things that I just described, probably only like a few months now. Yeah. But for most of this year, I've taken cold showers in the morning, which yeah, I know is much harder in the winter, but in the summer, it's really not that bad. It Actually, I'd kind of prefer it to be a little bit colder because I feel like I don't really get the full benefit of it in the summer. Really? Yeah. What do you think the cold shower does for you? Do you have a cold shower every single morning? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I would say like ninety percent. So you never of have an enjoyable shower. No, sometimes I do at night. Actually, I'll take a warm shower at night. Sometimes, if I do, if I get really sweaty from a workout at night. Yeah. 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 I hear warm baths at night are supposed to be nice and relaxing. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. want to be like jarring the body at night. Right. I mean, I have no idea, but that's yeah. what I think. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, I don't really want to talk about my thing that I was going to talk about because I wanted to talk about it with Maria and not you. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. But um. I'll save it for another time. Let's just go right to our wild card. Okay. Or do you have something you, you want to ask me? <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't really prepared. I didn't. Oh, okay. You can't go off the cuff. Do you, do you want me to ask you, you can't something? Um, <laughs> improvise at all? No, if you have something to ask, then you can. But if you don't, you, we don't have to force it. Mm, no, I can't think of anything okay, right cool. now. Um, all right. 
Ryan, I'm interested to know this. Again, you guys, this all was planned for Maria, not Ryan. Very appreciative of you stepping in, Ryan. What was your favorite vacation or trip you've been on? Yeah. Well, I know you're going to talk about our last vacation to Europe. So I would. But what you you have to say what your favorite was. Okay, if I that was your favorite, that then was you probably, have to say it. That was probably my favorite too, but uh, maybe tied for favorite. So my my favorite was probably our honeymoon to Spain. Mm. So we did two weeks in five different cities there. And um, I think Barcelona was probably my favorite Barcelona city. Barcelona was your favorite, yeah. Yeah. What did yeah. you like the most about Barcelona? Um. I like that there was the beach right there, but there's also the big city. And then uh, like La Sagrada Familia, the Basilica yeah. was like amazing. They've been working on it for like 150 years or yeah, something. Amazing. It's ridiculous. Uh, Park Gway. Um, <laughs> Park Gway. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a looked like something out of Candyland. It's just like... Or really, like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. They designed the whole entire... I mean, they designed the park, but it looks like it would be in nature. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yep. It's really cool. Um, yeah. Do you remember our big fiasco that we had going to the beach? Yeah. We got stranded out there. They don't have Uber or they didn't have Uber. No. In Spain, Spain shut time. down Uber. Or yeah. the, I don't know if it's back in, but in 2017, we went. It was not operating. Nope. And when we went to this very remote area of the beach and we asked the taxi, like, will you come back and get us? They like barely spoke English. Ryan was trying to communicate in Spanish. Well, long story short, they did not come back and get us. We had no cell phone plan or anything. How did we even how did we even get back know. into a cab? We had to call the hotel. Yeah. We had to call the hotel for them to like try to call us a cab and we didn't know where we were or how to for them to get to where we were. Yeah. It was very, very stressful. Yeah. That was that we, was really the only downside of that trip. No, oh, yeah. And it wasn't even a downside. It's like any other trip. Yeah. There's always something that goes wrong and it just then becomes a part of the story. Mm-hmm. And like you got through it and we could look back at a later date and laugh yep. at it like we are now. Yeah. So you're right. My favorite vacation was our, also our last vacation that we took together. Yeah. Last September, one year, we haven't been on a trip. We haven't even been on a trip together. No, I don't think so. Wow. <laughs> um. So what spurred this question to begin with for me is because I'm in such a nostalgic mood for that trip. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm, it's probably, you know, probably a lot of different reasons, but uh, I was just like one, the exact thing that we needed at the time. Mm -hmm. Right. It was like a couple months after Joe died. Right. And it was just a seriously a chance to like get away. And I think that, you know, Joe died at the end of July and our trip was planned for the end of September or like mid-September to into October. And so all of that shit that we had to deal with, mm-hmm. it just pushed the Euro trip completely out of my head. Right. And so all of a sudden it was like, oh, fuck, we're going on this two-week trip to Europe. Luckily, we we're staying with friends in Copenhagen. So like we didn't have to really deal with that. Mm-hmm. You totally planned the entire thing. Like I picked the hotels, yeah. did nothing else except picked our lodging. And so for me, it was like, I didn't really have time to have an expectation or -hmm. to have any thought or idea about what it was going to be. And I think like that lack of expectation, then showing up and we went to Iceland, Copenhagen, Milan, Venice, and Amsterdam. And it was just like, oh my God, 
I just like think back on it and I want to go back so bad. It was the perfect transition transition for fall because mm-hmm. over there it was like beautiful, amazing fall. Like the temperatures were crisp and great. And so we came back in October and it was like, okay, we're, re- I'm ready. You mm-hmm. know, I was like ready for some, I had so much inspiration i had so many fashionable finds yeah i was so ready to bring all the clothes back and like wear them whereas now i'm just like not quite ready for it yet but um i think really the kicker was you know amsterdam at the end of our trip Mm -hmm. i had absolutely no idea what to expect i didn't really look at it into it at all i had no idea and arrived and was just like what is this place yeah it was so great yeah we had the perfect mix of friends we had so many great workouts we had so much activity we had so much good food yeah (sighs) yeah it was amazing it was amazing (laughs) i want to go back Mm -hmm. you're gonna go back yeah next year maybe okay maybe maybe maybe. (laughs) okay right thank you so much for coming on thanks for having me i really appreciate you Mm -hmm. we're gonna go talk to really really wonderful enlightening smart beautiful great guest this episode of what the fit is supported by lion's pride wellness center lion's pride wellness center offers a unique approach to group fitness classes seriously david is really trying to do something different with this gym and training facility with a concentration on sound movement targeted energy systems and an awareness of mental state their group fitness classes will help you feel better mentally and physically This is a super inclusive community. All fitness levels and backgrounds are welcome. The group fitness classes have cardio and strength components. They're always varied, so you won't get bored. And I love their focus on form and efficiency. If you're curious, just come try a Saturday class. It's $10 and open to the public. For more info on their new programs, facility, and to hear the story behind it all, check out David Fairbanks' previous What The Fit episode or visit them on Instagram at Lions Pride Weightlifting. Currently, there are group fitness classes on Tuesday and Thursday, 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and Saturday at 9. Website's coming soon. If you're loving What the Fit and want to help contribute to continuing a weekly release of the podcast, please, please, please visit the Patreon page. Link is in the Instagram bio and the show notes. There are three different levels. The first level, which I would be so appreciative of, is $2 a month. The second level is $5 a month. And with that level of contribution, you also get a monthly email from me. That email will contain additional topics we don't get to cover on the podcast, further guest Q&As, challenge updates, and much more. The third level is $10 a month. You'll get the monthly email and a What the Fit hat after two billing cycles. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of our community. My guest today is a personal trainer, licensed physical therapist, and movement expert who wants to optimize your quality of life through hands-on care with techniques like active release, cupping, and dry needling. But don't be scared. She's here to remove the intimidation factor and make you feel better all around. Please welcome Megan Springer Deck. Hello, Megan. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Good. We're two tequila shots in. We've got a glass of rosé. We have hummus from the pickled pig. We have kombu- <laughs> We're here for the night. We're not leaving. <laughs> no, you can tell. Shh. 
You can tell I have a kid because I brought like snacks. I got nuts. I got some hummus. I got some bread. Like I got appetizers. I'm like, perfect. Perfect. You can just stay here all night. And she came with the good stuff. The tequila, the rosé. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we're good. It's mom's night night out tonight. (laughs) We're not leaving. We're going to hear. You guys are going to hear our whole entire conversation start to finish. Perfect. I'm sure they're thrilled. Grab yourself a tequila. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually... Very thrilled and excited because we had met earlier mm-hmm. and, you know, I said to you, I'm like, I can't, I want to ask you a lot of things, but I don't want to ask you uh-huh. that much because I want to be able to do it on air. But I do have so many questions. Okay, perfect. Well, I hope I have answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have answers. Okay. I mean, you know, no one, no one will know. You could okay. just bullshit this whole entire thing. No one knows anything about cupping or dry needling. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I did. Well, you know, what's so crazy when we did that Mick Ultra event. Yes. Which I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, I'm not jumping ahead. No, no, but no. Like, jump ahead. It was amazing to me that there's so many people that don't know how beneficial these two techniques are. And so, yeah, like, I had no idea. Our booth was because I was doing it kind of gratis. Yeah. It was off the hook. I mean, we had long lines and it was so great. And I thought for sure Smoothie King would beat us out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're in line for that angel food. <laughs> I know, right? Angel food over the needles. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, our connection, I, well, we have. A, a couple yeah. different connections. Uh-huh. One through Meriden with Sense yes. State of Being, and she was just ranting and raving about you. Like, I love her forever, forever. And but I think that I found you on Instagram before she even told me. Oh, really? Yes, because I think. But I think now this was. I think because of the other connection that we have that both of our husbands played rugby together. Yes, yes. And so I don't know if it was maybe um, Megan's. Uh, Megan Pelton. Yeah. If it was like she posted something or one of a rugby, a rugby yes. wife. Yes. You know, I was going to say there's a lot of them. And yeah. it's so funny because there is our husbands, what we also have come later to find out. Yep. I don't want to say are extremists, but they're I kind think, of. I think we can say that. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> and uh, like, I love the fact that there's a, he always talks about rugby and mm-hmm. how wonderful it was and is yeah, yeah. and it's a brotherhood and all that kind of stuff. But it's such a great, um, I think like showcase of what a balanced like lifestyle can be. Cause they yes. play really hard. Yep. They work really hard. Yeah. It's a very integrated kind of, um, again, like, Bro- when I say brotherhood, but I mean it's like yeah, no, like, it's like totally a community. Right? I mean, like community. like family. Yes. I mean, Ryan's job it works for Nate. Like mm-hmm. he got his job through rugby, and that's yeah. really common yes. with them. Like they're always helping each other out, and you it's know the old huge. boys stick around and they do the field cleanup. I don't know. It's yeah, just no, yeah, yeah, and that's and again that's how we met. And I thought like immediately a lot of times you know. I had just moved here from Boston. I didn't know a lot of people. Yeah. And when you had mentioned, oh, my husband is yeah. Ryan, I'm like, oh my God. And then we got our videographer from you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's and right. I was never going to pay for a videographer. I thought it was a waste of money. And I saw your video and I was like, well, maybe. And I'm like, I don't know. It's so expensive. And Bob got it yep. for us the day before our wedding, like maybe two days before our wedding because my mom was sick. Yeah. Can I tell you how many times we've watched that thing? How many times? A bazillion. <laughs> no, they're so good. Shout out Squirrel Films. If you are looking Hello. for a wedding videographer, oh, I'll tag amazing. him too. Yes. He's wonderful. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I look at that more than, unfortunately, I look at my pictures. Well, I mean, in this day, in this day, it's like you want the, the video is 
everything is yeah. that. Yeah, everything's to video now. Mm-hmm. For yes. sure, for sure. Sorry. We, we digress. No, yeah, I know. We're going to get back. So I, I, you just said, you know, you moved here recently mm-hmm. from Boston. So I want to know how you got into all of this. So before we get into what exactly dry needling, cupping, all that yeah, good sure. stuff, how'd you get into it? So I, um, starting out when I was a lot younger, I was one of, very fortunate to kind of know what I wanted to do. And I knew that because fortunate. I didn't want to sit behind a desk. Yeah. I thought that I would just shrivel up and die. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. Oh, God. 100%. I'm in the process. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You're not destined for that chair very long. I promise you. Um, and, you know, I was kind of thinking about things and I was able to like shadow my aunt who is was a phenomenal physical therapist mm. and she unfortunately passed just this past year mm. but i mean she wrote guidelines for children's um, pediatrics with cp i mean amazing so i saw how she changed not only people's lives but like families and laws and i mean just awesome yeah, very and, impactful yes yeah. and so i decided like that's what i want to do like even mm-hmm. if it's just for one person to help them have a better quality of life through movement i mean yes. like to be in your body to yes. feel comfortable in your body to not have pain in your body yeah like and that frees up you to, to do anything then with your life right and what the other thing that i noticed when she was working with children is that by giving them back the mobility you give them self-confidence yeah and that's the same for adults yeah you know i had broken a hip at one point and i never had an injury at all and then when i broke my hip and had to rely on other people to help me and i couldn't do what i used to do i mean i just was like really down on myself for sure it's so depressing right and you have to rely on other people after you've been so resilient and so like independent that would be really hard for me to give up control yes and then always like walking around on crutches so immediately people are looking at you and thinking of you in a different way yeah than how yeah. they used to look at you so mm-hmm. for me to be able to give individuals back that effortless mobility mm-hmm. was a huge huge factor as to why i chose it yeah yeah and mm-hmm. so where are you from so my dad was in the military oh one of and those. we moved around a lot gotcha i say cleveland though i never really lived there ever <laughs> ever okay makes sense <laughs> Where in Cleveland did you never really live? <laughs> he said, "Because I'm from Canton." No way. Yeah. Oh, wait, we did. Did we talk about? that? I don't know if we did, but Northeast Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Football Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, the yeah. one and only claim uh-huh. to fame that we yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have much either. We're called the Mistake on the Lake. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I would rather have football. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but yeah, so like we, my dad was in the military. He's from New Mexico. Okay. My mom was from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They met when she was a stewardess in DC while he was at language school and then the rest is history. Yeah. They flew yeah. off to Thailand together, oh got married gosh. and cool. produced five children and Ooh, five. Five. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So you guys kind of bopped around. Bopped around. Every two to three years we moved. So it was just easier for me when people ask that question to say where are you from? Yeah. I'd say Cleveland. Where do you like where like what is home to you though? Where do you identify as like if really? when you think about it? Uh, I would say either Nantucket or um, Nantucket's like probably my number one. Nantucket, Boston. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Uh, What happened was I moved to Florida. Thought it was only going to be a temporary stay. Um, I had taken this independent contractor business Mm -hmm. where they – it was a fen- it's a phenomenal concept where they would get referrals for orthopedic injuries. So okay. it'd be like you had a shoulder problem or mm-hmm. like how um, Ryan, your husband, had yep. separated his pec. Yes. So the doctor w- would refer like they do 
up here in the Midwest where they refer a patient to a physical therapist. But instead of just working on the pec mm-hmm. and give, only giving you exercises for this, they help. They opened my mind to the fact that you can create a fitness program and keep that person moving. Interesting. And not just only focus on the pec. Right. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, totally. Because if you think about it, how your body works all together. Yes. How can you just rehab one area of it without thinking about how it's going to affect everything else? Right. And yeah. I know this is part of your other question, but that when you were, when you had asked me earlier about what is the biggest problem that I have with fitness, mm-hmm. that is what I have the biggest yeah. problem with. Well, two, but yeah. that's one of them is that, you know, we're so narrow minded that we only say, no, I just need you to focus this, 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 this. And you don't see that the whole body is this huge yes. element that has so many different like moving parts that yeah. need to be addressed. It's not just your shoulder that broke down. There's other parts. It's just the first thing that. Right. Or like if we think about you just posted something recently on your Instagram about lower back pain. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not your lower back that you hurt. You know, it's your tight hips or your tight something else or whatever it is. Like I've seen, I've heard so many, you know, movement specialist experts, whatever, talk about, you know, there could be something going on in your shoulder that's caused by like your Achilles being tight, whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but you know, you get my point. But it is true. It's exactly what you said. And when it's, there's, I think sometimes there's a lack of education to, patients or clients that come in to physical therapists because it's like you said like I have to educate you that yes and I'm uh, totally exaggerating but yes it's your Achilles that affected that's breaking down yeah. and that's why your shoulders affected right does that right. make sense yeah like, no for sure totally it's like my tight hips right something's yes. pulling somewhere else and the pain where I'm experiencing it is my lower back right but really like nothing happened to my lower back that's not where the injury is right it's something else. It's something else that needs to be addressed. And that's your back pain is secondary to the fact that you have tight hip flexors. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of times I like to over explain. And some, I always apologize. Like, if you already know this, please stop me. But yeah. I want to educate you to let you know what's going on. And this is why I do what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times, like when I go to doctor's offices or um other physical therapists because I've had issues yeah. they don't tell you what you're doing so you're just doing something and you don't know yeah I don't like that either right? I, I'm a person too like I just I want to know right and I'm I want to know so much which I don't know this yet of like wh- why how am I getting tight in the first place mm-hmm. or like what is that sensation you know what's actually happening biologically to me right. so I think in my control monkey brain of like well if I understand why it's happening then I can like just think my way out of it, it. like no but th- <laughs> you need to do some exercises yeah but no that is true and that yeah. is like that's empowering your patient empowering your client empowering individuals and I'm really big on that yeah like to give them the knowledge because I don't I don't want you to have to see me for the rest of your life. I'd like you to see me on a social basis. Sure. But I also would like you to see me on for a tune-up basis. Because just yeah. like your cars that right. run right, or your right. bikes, you know, if you're running them all the time or you're using them all the time, they're going to need to be tuned. Yeah. You've got to take care of your machine. Right. So why wouldn't you think that you shouldn't tune up your body? Yeah. Right? Totally. I mean, you do such great workouts all the time. And they're heavy duty and they should be. Yeah. They should be challenging. But the way that I practice therapy is very different than, you know, 
going to the gym. Yeah. Like you need to have a very different than getting a massage, very different than all that stuff. And it's really important for you to be able to work out the kinks so you can continue to perform at the level you want to. Exactly. Which is, yes, totally. And which is now like what I'm running into in my old age of like, (laughs) you ain't seen old until you look, but it is start, but it's starting to, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's starting to not creep up that I like feel old by any means, but like, I've been working out this way for now a really long time. Mm-hmm. So when I think about that, it, I can't expect to just keep go, 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 no. like you said, with no kind of maintenance No, work. and I remember the first time it happened, two things happened to me when all of a sudden I realized, like I realized all of a sudden I can no longer just go out for a run. I have to do like a warm up. No. Like get on the bike and lube up the joints. In the morning, I say this all the time, like, my mobility is shit in the morning. Right? I'm like, I need a solid, like I can't, I don't like workouts now in the morning. Like if it's a, like a boot camp where they're just, you're just yes. thrown into a jumping jack. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no, no, I got to doesn't ease. feel good. <laughs> no, I got to ease into that. Yeah. And that's, it is crazy. Cause I used to be, I never thought about that. No, me neither. Oh my God. I would go out. Jump and- in the pool at 6am at swim practice and like be going. Right. Oh yeah, no, and that's how I'd be. I'd be able to run ten miles. Like I'd get up, wake up, be like, "All right, let's go." I didn't even limber up. I didn't even stretch the heel cords. It was out and running ten miles, and I was like invigorated. Now I'm like, "Ooh, joint crepitus is sunken." He's like, "I'm gonna need another cup of coffee." Right? You do some hip circles, (laughs) some lumbar twists. Amen. So that was one of them, and then the other one was when I woke up. I um, went into the bathroom and I was fixing myself, getting myself ready for work. And I noticed like a line on my face. And oh, it was from God. The crease from the pillow. Fuck and, that. Right. And I was like, oh, it'll go. Like, oh, I, it's okay. Went back and I'm like, it'll be, it'll go away. I must have slept really hard on that mm-hmm. pillow. <laughs> that soft pillow must have mm-hmm. been really hard. Mm-hmm. I went back in after breakfast, which was like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was. I know. There. And you're like, all right, well, that's <gasps> my skin's elasticity <gasps> going to shit. So that's really fun. I was like, oh my God, it's I heard, happening. I heard JLo sleeps com- on her back with just like pillows propped up <laughs> all against her body so she can't move at all during her sleep. <laughs> She's channeling her inner Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> I'm like, Sorry. that's what I have to do. <laughs> no. I'm with you. I'm with it's you. Bad. But yes. So, yes, I do highly encourage everyone now that I am at the age that I'm at that you warm up and I don't necessarily believe in a cool down, but I definitely believe in a, like yeah. a cool up or yeah. a warm up. Sorry. Cool up, warm up, whatever it is. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. tequila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, we were talking about you were in right, Florida. So, all right. So anyways, um, so a client of mine, when I was working at the Cleveland clinic at the time was like, listen, you don't belong here. There's a new way to practice. You should come down to Florida. There's this mm. boutique, that's happening in um, a boutique fitness studio, but they do physical, they're all owned by physical therapists. You should go down. Cool. And where in Florida are we talking about? Palm Beach. Oh, yeah. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. Yes. Bitchy and bougie. It's my uh, favorite. <laughs> girl, I was rolling up there in a Toyota Corolla yeah. like I was um fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Perfect. Perfect. No. Yeah. No, not, not so much. Um. Anyway, that's another story for another time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But I what was so great about this place 
when I was like so young, I went down there. I'm like, if I'm meant to be here, then I'll get the job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll never get the job because honestly, I never wanted to be in Florida. I didn't look at the I didn't look at the the job or anything. I was just solely focused on like I want to be in Colorado, Ooh. Chicago, or Atlanta. Okay, like that's it. Yeah. And I got the job, and I was like, oh, I gotta go now. Yeah. And How it, old are we talking? Like recent out of like your... like right out of college. So okay. like I, like three years out of college. Okay. So like I, early twenties. Early twenties. Yeah. Okay. And um, I went down, and it was honestly one of the best experiences I've ever had. I never fully committed to Florida because I was like, oh no, it's the waiting room for the dying. Mm-hmm. You know. No. Yeah, but not when you're in the South like that. No. Oh my God. That's the place to be. It is, and I didn't. I love Miami. Right. And I never, because I was so. I'm an outdoorsy chick by nature. Mm-hmm. So I always was thinking like Colorado. Yeah. Right. right? Or sense. out West. Yeah. So I, I, and I had never been to Florida. My parents had never, we never oh, traveled there. Interesting. Ever. I lived in Florida for a couple of years when I was younger. My See? dad's family was from Florida or what lived parts? in Florida from Puerto Rico. Um, So we lived uh, in Palm Bay, which is right between, by Melbourne, right. kind of in the middle of the state near Orlando-ish. It's like small, okay, city. I don't know if I've been thing. there. I'm sure you haven't. There's no reason to go. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, there's no reason to go. That's actually how I feel yeah. about Orlando, but <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I had a couple fun nights out in my early 20s in Orlando. I did too. Frizzy, sweaty oh hair. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you see this disgusting. map right now? I have curly hair by name. Like I got my first tattoo in Orlando. Actually, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I got, I got mine in Milwaukee. Oh, similar. Yeah, <laughs> except mine looks like Shamu now. <laughs> You'll have to show me later. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but I had never been to Florida, so I did. I just had known that it was like where a place that people retire. Yeah. And it's nothing like that yeah, at all. Yeah, right. Not where you were, no. No, no, yeah. not at all. And I just, again, going back to this boutique, they taught me how you can mesh fitness, keep people moving, and still rehab somebody's injury. Mm-hmm. And what was liberating to me coming from the Cleveland Clinic was that in, because it was all private pay, mm. insurance wasn't really dictating how I practiced. Mm. So I didn't really have Cleveland Clinic saying like, listen, you can't you can't work on the person's thoracic region because it's the shoulder the, that's yes. that's the diagnosis. Got it. Does that's that make sense? That's what they're going to pay for. Yes, yeah, that's all Got they're going to pay for. So we're only paying you to work on the shoulder. And I'm not saying this Cleveland Clinic is the problem at all. It's more the insurance companies that yeah. are not, again, and I and I get it. It's all mm-hmm. a business, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But it was very freeing to me to be in Palm Beach and be at the studio where it was like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you think is going to help your patient client get better do it yeah and i was like this is how i want to practice yeah this yeah. is how i want to be because you're also a personal trainer yes too? Yeah, yeah yeah yes and i got certified when i was down there because i was like oh my god i mean this is amazing this yeah. is like you can my- offer full spectrum kind of yes services. Yeah. and i think like it's really important like um one of my clients here who um did an iron man mm-hmm. we didn't realize that she had such really um, orthopedic like spinal issues that were going on and we still rehabbed her back yeah. and yeah. she's now like walking working out lifting weights and it's taken her a little bit but I mean it's amazing that I had this knowledge base that I was I'm really I mean it took me a long time to get mm-hmm. but it's so important that people look to others that have it yes. to get them and keep them 
on their fitness goals and their mobility, even just their quality of life. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. I mean, I'm thinking about it now and I think about, you know, people that listen to this podcast, right, are are really into their own personal fitness. And we have Mm -hmm. a lot of people doing amazing, crazy things, just past guests, you know, that push their body to the limits. And like you said, like you got to take care of it. Yeah. Well, and and, that, and that's my main thing. Like if you're going to push your body, which I highly, I, and again, like, I don't know if you watched one of my takeovers, but like all my clients, I'm like, I don't want you to stop doing what you love. I right. don't want you to stop doing even a little bit of activity. You may have to modify it just a little bit to give it a rest, mm-hmm. but I still want you to do other things. As yeah. long as it doesn't hurt, just continue to do it. So, yeah. and I think, you know, the way that medicine practiced before was like it kept you immobile. Mm. Like after a surgery, you were like in on bed rest yeah. for like five days. Right. And now we've learned that's the worst thing you can ever do to yeah. a person. Yeah. And that's the same kind of thing that I'm like, no, I still want you to go and run your marathon. Yeah. I just think we need made, maybe need to take a little step back. We need to like start doing other things that doesn't hurt and then start incorporating back the running and seeing how you do while we're doing therapy yeah yeah totally totally so once you did your stint in florida where'd you go next so then i was kind of like listen i never really thought florida was home for me i've always loved the east coast Mm -hmm. two of my best friends lived in nant actually three of my best friends lived in nantucket Mm -hmm. and i was like in boston area and i was like I love the East Coast. Yeah. I want to be there. I love the energy. Yeah. I love the history. Um, I got a job opportunity to go build wellness programs for this um, this family-owned company. And so I started doing that and then also worked at the Harvard Club, doing mm. working with clients there. That Wait, worked. what is the Harvard Club? Oh, it is the shit. What is it? It is a club for past alumni of the Harvard oh. University. Wow. Is that right? The Harvard University or Harvard University? (laughs) But whatever. (laughs) But it is it's it's their alumni club. And it is that is gorgeous. Mm, Yes. Imagine. And a lot of squash players. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. Pinkies up. Okay. Okay. Um so but again, I loved it and they were really it was a great yeah place to work it sounds great i right? can just picture it. it's like boston the harvard club yeah <laughs> i would ride my bike there park it because again parking is a commodity but i would ride my bike there i work with a few squash p- players that were having problems with their hips or yes. problems with their game so i would give them i'd analyze their gait look at how they performed what they were having problems with give them some exercises and for me again i like to do a lot of manual work mm. what's so, manual work so manual wor- work manual work would be like anything where i'm touching you where i'm mm. actually trying to increase your mobility where i'm like again this is where the cupping and the dry needling okay the active release therapy okay all that the, comes into play all that manual comes work. into play like i like to do 100 percent of that while you're with me mm-hmm. give you a few exercises watch how you perform them to mm-hmm. make sure that your technique is good and then send you out the door mm-hmm. because i don't i feel like if you're going to do your exercises and you're motivated you're going to do them yeah i don't need to sit here and watch you do them and spend 20 minutes watching you do them right does that make sense yeah 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 yeah. so you want the most let's the, use your our time wisely here yes yeah. so yeah. that's how i practice so i do 100 percent mobility stuff making sure that i'm doing joint joint mobs helping to free up the shoulder free up the hip free Mm -hmm. up the back whatever it is so that when you're going you're when you're going out my door you're relatively either pain-free or there's several degrees less of them Mm. when you came in Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah 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 yeah. so and then the exercises are to keep you 
kind of maintaining as you go along. So I'm a question too yes. about the exercises. Do you give people a time frame where you're like, all right, you need to do these for six weeks or you need to do these for whatever. Or are people supposed to do them forever for the rest of no, their lives? No, no, no. Like, what I say That's is intimidating like- intimidating to me. I can't do that. Girl, I'm with you. I don't, <laughs> I don't want you to do them forever. So again, like Megan- yeah. And she would not be opposed. For, like, she is hardcore. Yes. Exercise. Yes. I love it. Yes, she is. It's very inspiring mm-hmm. to watch her. Um, and what I say to her is, if you give me two weeks of you doing this exercise and you get a 50% reduction. Mm-hmm. And pain, pain, is that what? Yes. Pain reduction. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Pain reduction yeah. or mobility yeah. or whatever it is. Right. I promise you, then we can start lessening up on these boring exercises mm-hmm. and start adding in some things that you love to do yeah and then we'll slowly start to wean it but again you may once it starts to come back you may have to go back to these boring exercises yeah. to get rid of it i know that's does that what, make sense yes it does and that's what i'm like thinking of myself because now this is yeah now kind of becoming a reoccurring theme you know i can prolong the low back pain for a while mm-hmm. and then it comes back yeah well and and it you is know again yeah and again sometimes it's like sometimes when that's why I ask a lot of questions like mm-hmm. so what are you doing how do you sleep mm-hmm. yeah well how do you sit at work Where, where's your computer like yes so it may seem like I'm just chatting you up yeah but I'm really trying to figure out like what are you doing in your day-to-day routine yeah that is causing you to have these issues right and if I can pinpoint it and stop you from doing it or at least decrease it then you won't ha- you won't have so many recurring yes, low back yeah, pain episodes. Yeah, Does yeah. that make sense? Yes, 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 yes. So, what brought you to Cincinnati? <gasps> Love, I know all the good stories, girl. I did not <laughs> even know where Cincinnati was on the map until I met him, <laughs> and I totally remember. Um, I was on a date. Oh. At a U2 concert with somebody else. Love these guys. Right? These ones. Yes, yes. And my sister was blowing me up. And I had just broken up with someone. And my sister was blowing me up. And you have to know my sister, my oldest sister. I'm one of five. Mm-hmm. My oldest sister is very like, you don't mess with her. And mm. she just kept calling and calling and That's calling. how I would be too. Right? Yes. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Answer my phone call. What in the world could be more <laughs> important? Like, if I'm calling you, I need to talk to you. Yes. And she, and, th- and that is how I'm always like apologizing. <gasps> I'm sorry I didn't answer. <laughs> I'm here. What? What? Yeah. what? Yeah. Sorry. Because I'm fourth out of five. So of course you're immediately like, I did something wrong. No, I'm the oldest. Of, yeah, I was the oldest of four. So see, I'm like, you better pick up the phone when I'm calling. You are my sister, <laughs> Janine. Yeah, and like, she's, hey Janine, hey girl, <laughs> and she's like really high up in her company, Bank of America, mm-hmm. and she just is like on oh, it yep. all the time, I, and yep. like. Sometimes I have to be like, I'm not your assistant. I'm your sister. No, I seriously <laughs> catch myself all the time and like in a work mode or, or talking like I'm in, like in yeah. my position at work. I'm like, this is not appropriate. Like, right? Brian, sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, true. You don't work for me. I get it. <laughs> that's so great. Because that's what we do to her. I'm like, girl, you, I am your sister. Yeah. She's like, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. But anyway, so she kept calling and calling and finally I picked up and I'm like, what is going on? She's like, listen, I have somebody for you. And I was like, first off, <laughs> we do not have the same taste in men. Yeah. And she's like, listen, you're so close minded. You're so close minded. You need to send me a picture right now of you. All I have of you are pictures of us at our lake house. Where, of course, you know, you're like, your hair is all a mess. For got, like, sure. <laughs> no makeup on. You're in your oversized t-shirt from high school. Like, I know. You got your dad's underwear yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, oh, okay. You got to take a lake bath. Like, yeah. that's the extent of the <laughs> hygiene happening. 
A hundred percent. Thank goodness he couldn't smell me from there. (laughs) But she was like, you got to take me, take a picture right now of where you are. I'm like, okay. So on a date, on the date. So I like asked the guy to come. I'm like, come on. So we take a picture. I crop him out, send it. I fall asleep, not even thinking anything of it. I mean, I'm drunk. I'm on the sky to kind of like, whatever. And she calls me at like six o'clock in the morning. And she's like, listen, he's into it. I'm meeting him for lunch. I've got meetings from here. Because she's micromanaging your relationship. A hundred percent. And she she was actually in Cincinnati for the... um, Oh my gosh, the baseball thing that was the oh future. the all star thing, the all star thing. Yeah. So her company, like she's yeah, again doing yeah. all that stuff for her company, and um, she's like, I'm meeting him for lunch. Are you in? And I was like, I, But I you you know nothing, nothing. I haven't seen him. <laughs> I, I I'm going on just sheer sister trust. <laughs> just like you're telling me what to do. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I'm sweating. She's like tell me how you've done so far in your dating career and i was like <laughs> this is for real yeah i, I was like okay right, true right, girl yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. on point <laughs> okay so fine i go listen here's my only prereqs i'm not going to cincinnati wherever the f that is uh-huh. and he is not i'm not hosting him in boston so you figure it out she's like fine okay but all right be by your phone yeah well we met in cleveland they all went to college together. So my older sisters all went to college with him. Okay. And he was in my brother-in-law's fraternity. So that's how they knew each other at okay. Miami. Yep, yep, yep. No, and good people right there. We met and I remember when he pulled out my chair and said, oh, actually don't sit here because you're in the line of like traffic where all the wait staff was coming. So you'll get bumped. Why don't you move over here? And I was like, he would know that. Yeah. And, well, that is true. <laughs> he would he would know that he would know that <laughs> but i just thought it was so like gentlemanly and I was yeah like, no it oh. is it is i wasn't trying i was not no, diminishing no no, it, no, no 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 but you know what i mean like it's the first time like not the first time because i've but it was like someone cares yeah no it struck a chord right made an impact on you right and i'm sure it's the same with you and ryan there was something that kind of like yeah i just saw him walking around class he was the hottest person i ever saw <laughs> I don't really care if he opened the door for me or not. I thought he was fucking hot. (laughs) He actually is a wonderful person too. He is a wonderful. Yeah, I get that. that uh, Again, everyone's got their positives. (laughs) He he just needed a hook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ryan just needed a hook. Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. That's it. Bob had one too, and it. I mean, hook, line, and sinker. I was done, and so. It was pretty much pretty quickly after oh. that. Yeah. I feel like all of a sudden, like, and I don't know if this happened to you. I remember my clients, like, asking them, like, how do you know? And they'd be like, oh, you'll just know when you know. I was like, that's just bullshit. Yeah. You are lying to me. Because I, it never, I never had, the, like, the, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, Ariel coming out yeah. of the water. Yeah. And all of a sudden. You knew. It, I knew. And I was like, they weren't lying to me. And then you moved to Cincinnati. Yes. <laughs> When did you move here? I moved here at the end of 2015. So like, like literally I planned my wedding in three months. I moved at the end of August, beginning of September. And then we got married in October of that same year. So 2015. Okay. No, no. No. I'm sorry. 2016. 2016. Sorry. Yes. Wait, was it 2017? 
No, 16. It was 16. What what, what date did you get married? October. Okay, okay, okay. So it was right, right after. We got married in 2016. You're right. You, okay, right yeah. after. Okay, 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 okay. We literally, when I tell you it was last minute yes. to get Squirrel films. Yes, okay. It okay. was only because we had seen your a, film. Okay. And I think Ryan started working for Nate at that time. Probably around like, that time. Like We had our... Um, like post wedding brunch at Keystone. Bob like hooked it up for Stop us. Stop it. Yeah. No way. Yeah. We might have our baptism there. <laughs> Not mine yeah. or his. Romans. Yes. Our babies. Your child's. <laughs> Good clarification. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Good time. Okay, timeline. I got the timeline. I got the timeline. I'm like, you know what's so crazy? So like I was like in a time warp. I was meeting so many people. Yes. And I don't know if you know this, but my mom was had gotten really sick and then passed away unfortunately oh. like she couldn't come to the wedding and then she ended up passing away on our honeymoon I'm sorry um yeah but i was in such like a fog and i was meeting so many people and i'm wondering i'm gonna For have sure. to ask bob if i was at did you have it was bob even invited or no no there was like two brunches i went to for weddings yeah no no at keystone and i don't two of them were rugby I don't think I don't. Even, yeah, I don't think so. He yeah. might have like been there to like was like to say hi or whatever. But okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nope. Don't worry. You didn't. You didn't like meet me at my wedding day. And okay. remember. <laughs> oh my god! I was like sweating bullets. I was like, oh my god, what a jerk was I? <laughs> <laughs> no. So you got you in Cincinnati. Yes. Did you start your business right away? No, I didn't start my business right away. Um, I had to get my license reinstated in mm. the in Ohio. Okay. Um, and I had five other licenses going, one in Colorado, like I had said, yeah. I was going to move out there. Yeah. Um, Illinois, Florida, Massachusetts, and Ohio, I thought I had kept up and I didn't. Ooh. It gets a little pricey to keep everything I up can and imagine. then all the laws and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, so I ended up having to have to do it, but I knew I wanted to start up again. So I started working at Beacon Orthopedics. Oh, okay. And it's a, yes, again, a phenomenal. I really like it a lot. Um, but again, my, once you start working for yourself, as you can yeah. feel right now, yeah, right. when you're call, what your calling is. Right, right, right. You, you don't want to ever do anything. Yes. Besides. Totally. Your passion. Totally. And my passion is doing work with others to help them get better mm -hmm. and me figuring it out yes. versus me having to have to do all this bs paperwork and yep. insurance this and blah 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 so well i can imagine too if when you're thinking about helping another person especially in the physical form of like if someone were telling you no do you have to do it a different way and mm -hmm. you wanted to do it one how would you be able to like reconcile that? You know, be like, wait, but uh, this is the way I think I should be helping them. Right. And you, d and you don't ever really reconcile. You just yeah. have to honestly be like, well, this is a job. Yeah. This yeah. is what I have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm doing then. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's why sometimes like when another thing that, that when you had asked like with the healthcare field or with health and wellness, what are some of the, the negatives mm -hmm. that you see? And part of that is, is that, at least in the Midwest, what I, what I, the mentality is, is that you do what insurance says. Like, well, if I only have five visits and it's only approved at this one place, then that's where that's I'm going to do. Go. Yeah. And what they don't realize is that you don't have to. Yeah. It may cost you a little bit more, but you can get individualized 
attention, individualized plans mm-hmm. specific to you so that you don't feel like you're in like a cattle call. Does that yeah, make sense? Totally. And I think we talked about this a little bit while I was seeing you that there's maybe less of an emphasis put on health yes. and wellness here yes. or less money yes. put on health and wellness yes. here. Yes. Yeah. And again, I've been out in on the East Coast, down South. Mm-hmm. I've also been out in like Colorado area. I mm-hmm. lived there for a little bit, a small period of time. And again, what I found is, is like what you were saying. People, people will invest that. Yes. Yeah. And I, it's so crazy to me because I think to myself, you'll spend $100 at Walgreens. Target. Target. On fucking plastic cups and like candles and yeah. fake plants and shit. But you won't do it on yourself. And you still complain about your back. Yeah. And again, I keep harping on the back, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. why wouldn't you? And you keep saying, oh, it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. But you just spent $100 at CVS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on no, knickknacks. I know. Who needs another fucking knickknack? I know. I hear you. I hear you. I think this is a good time to talk about exactly dry needling and cupping. Okay, perfect. What the fuck is it? What does it do? <laughs> Who is it for? Why do we want, why do we need to do it? Well, I find like, I don't just, when I implement these me- modalities i don't just do these two modalities and that's it yes 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 i again like to do a whole history find yeah. out what's causing yes. the issue these are the fancy new thing people are hearing yes. and like don't know too much about yes. so but and, and there yeah. is a lot of myths people are like oh my god it's gonna hurt oh my god i can't do it yeah it's well like, i'll talk about too my experience yeah. of like seeing you and yeah what that was and like. even your other experience with having yes. acupuncture when you didn't so she Chrissy came to me when you didn't have any type of aches or pains. Right. And you're so, like, I wish that you had a pain. I'm like, uh, well, I can't say that I do, but yeah, I understand. It. What you're I understand. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. So, like, I did dry needling on you. And I was trying to tell you the difference between dry needling and acupuncture. Mm-hmm. And acupuncture, they believe in meridians, they believe in restoring balance between your chi, your mm-hmm. energy lines. Energy flows, yeah. All this kind of stuff. And again, I can't go into details because I don't even know yeah. that much about it. But yeah. that's just my- But it's my... the same kind of needle. Yes, the same kind of needle. Yeah. Um, so it's the same tool. We just, our basis is more neuromuscular based. Yes. And it's like, all right, the homeostatic point is here because we see the nerve going here that branches out and innervates, blah, 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 and da, 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 da. Yes. So that's how dry needling works. Yes. And there's you're sticking a needle in is it going in the muscle? It's going in the skin, the epidermis, into the muscle. It can go all the way down to the bone. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But I mean you can't feel it. Okay. Uh well, to be clear. Some people feel it, some yeah. people don't. And again, like when you were coming to me, I got your needles in I didn't on your backside to the bone. You just didn't know it. I did not feel anything. Yeah. When you dry needled me, you had three needles in my back. Didn't feel a single thing. Putting them in, taking them out. I felt a relaxation mm-hmm. all over That's during your and after. system. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but felt nothing. When I, you know, 2 days later, my back, which is just mm-hmm. funny, back had flared up and I had already had a meeting with Alexis Hutchinson to like chat and meet mm-hmm. with her and my we did a workout together my back was killing me oh. my lower back it would just mm-hmm. auto, up, up again and that experience of having pain or discomfort that she was specifically mm-hmm. treating was totally different right that with the trigger point like the needles it, it and it doesn't 
it's not pain like Mm -mm. a needle a shot or something like that Mm -hmm. like that's not the sensation it's almost like my my body's response to that stimulus was Mm -hmm. like nothing i'd ever experienced before i mean i was like oh yeah like i like i was like oh like it wasn't like pain but it was like like I don't know, like a release, an yes. electrical current type yeah. of feeling. It's so it's so hard to describe because I've, I'd never felt that before. I don't think there's anything else like it. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting you should say that because a lot of people, when I do dry needling, like sometimes some I've had some people who cry. I've had some people that kind of laugh uncontrollably. Mm. Other people that um, experience like like this huge calming effect where they're so tired Mm. and others are like, I'm ready to go run 20 miles and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so I will. Okay. Interesting that you said that. So I, you know, I had, she did the dragon on my lower back. She did some cupping on my lower back. And, and when she hadn't looked at me before she did any of it, she said my hips were really, were Mm. off balance. And we had this experience Uh when we did, cupping on my left side first right uh-huh. and you're like moving around I'm like oh yeah no, this is good you know it's a stretch it, you know it, it's whatever and then we moved to my right and I could barely move yes Remember? like it, uh-huh. and it was so much tighter and I had the really dark 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 yeah. bruising from that on my right side and that was she said my right hip was just like totally like uh-huh. cocked up or whatever and I had immediate relief after she was done you know it was still a little yeah a little sore maybe Mm -hmm. um but it felt better but me i couldn't get out of bed the rest of the day Mm -hmm. i was wiped out yeah it was like my body was just like you're we're you're done Mm -hmm. well and it's crazy like they again they've done all these studies but and they don't know what it is but you you know almost everyone has been taught about the flight or fight response Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and it's your autonomic autonomic system that kicks in and somehow the needles trigger it Mm. and for some people it triggers like this heightened like yes i can go take on the day and i can yeah you know take on a mountain lion right other people they just it they it's they need to be relaxed and it's releasing all of this pent up Mm -hmm. tensions and 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 some of it's emotional like i don't know if you've heard of like myofascial release yes so I practice that too. And a lot of times what happens is like bruises and stuff that happens over time. And your body remembers it. And sometimes it holds on to it. So like by doing these releases, which is also triggered by the dry needling, yeah, it releases it. So again, some of it may be more traumatic. Some of it may be more like sports injury, yeah. like, you know, like that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden you don't know why you're reacting the way you are. And all of a sudden you're like, like you said, can't even get out of bed. I had a similar experience because then, so that was whatever week that was. Then maybe the next week, oh, it was it was Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. and my back kind of flared up again. You know, it's mm-hmm. in the situation, like it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Then it will kind of you know flare mm-hmm. up or whatever. And I was with Robin Cohen, who is the Pilates instructor oh, for yeah. the Reds. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I think I gotta go. I think we were out shopping in OTR. I was like, I think I got to go home. My back is just like oh. really bothering me. And she's like, okay, let's go. I mean, like take a look and whatever. And she saw my hips again. We're like looking a little out of whack. Did like all like 30, 40 minutes of just like, you know, stretching, moving, mobility works. Like mm-hmm. did some work on my neck, like massaging. And the next day I was just like in this kind of a... A weird terrible emotional state yeah and and we had plans and i was like robin i don't know and she's like 
we did a lot of work. She's mm-hmm. like, you may just be like really feeling it. And I'm like, I'm really feeling something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is, yeah. but, but how the heck, how is that possible? Like, how is it like your physical body working that? And then you're in a different emotional state. Like that to me is like so crazy. I feel like, I think what's happened in today's society is that we remove the fact that your emotions are directly tied into how you physically feel. Exactly. You experience them physically. Right? Yeah. And so like if you're not, if, if something like, I, I think of people that are in chronic pain, they're not going to be happy bouncing around and in a good mood and helping you through the grocery line. Yeah. They're just going to be constantly thinking about their pain. For sure. That's how I am. If I have pain. Right? Yeah. I'm a monster. So I feel like if we as a society were a little bit more accepting and being like, like you, like we had said earlier, it's not just your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Let's address other things that are going on in your body mm-hmm. or in your mind. Um, I don't know if you know about this, but the, there's this whole thing about is your gut oh, yes. your first brain or your second brain? Yes. Fucking Richard and Jackie, yes. you better be fucking listening to this podcast because I so <laughs> I didn't ta- hear it. <laughs> talk about right the stomach brain. Yes, yes, and so it's just it's such a huge thing. And I think same with our emotions and what's happened to us. Like the way that I was taught about myofascial release is that you know let's again I'm totally exaggerating, but let's say you got kicked in the shin. And there was some sort of also emotional response that was yeah. happened around when you were five when all this right. happened. I and mean, wh- let's say like it's like an abusive thing. Yes. And you There's never be an emotional response yes. there. Yeah. But you never address it. And yeah. you just kind of like, like just push yeah. it down. Pile to the bo- shit on top of it. Pile, Live and, your pile life, and pile. Keep yes. putting stuff on your back. Yeah. But your fascia still has memory because it's still if you never worked it out and you never got therapy. And I don't mean just mind therapy, but you never got therapy physically to help with the bum mm-hmm. shin calf whatever yeah it's still going to be tight it's still going to have like some sort of injury to it yeah i mean why wouldn't you like think about like on the exterior when you cut yourself you have a scar yeah why wouldn't it happen on the internal yeah you're right right i'm very interested in this mostly yeah. because my hips are so fucking tight and they have been since i was a child i can remember like when you do how to do a tornado mm-hmm. drill you know do you ever do like line up in the hallway? Oh, and you yeah. have to like you're I lived essentially in for a while. <laughs> you're essentially in child's pose, yeah, because you're down and you yeah. have like your mm-hmm. hands around to cover your head. Mm-hmm. And it was so uncomfortable for me to be in that position because really? my hip flexors would be hurting so bad. And I would look around, I'm like, why is no one else like? What? Oh, how God. can you guys just be in this child and and like today like. I'm like, child pose is supposed to be this relaxing thing. It's very painful for me. And again, all of that stuff is like, I'm sure if you went back, I don't, unless there was actually a structure in my belief, if there was a structural problem that happened while in utero while you were born there, you shouldn't have tight fit flexors. Kids are like plastic. Right. right. I, I look at Roman, our kid yes. right now. I mean, you could pretty much take his his leg yes. and wrap it around yes. his head 10 times and he'd just still be cooing at yeah. you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so jealous of kids mobility in their hips. They just like squat down to the ground. I know. And and I think to myself, at that, especially at that age, I'm guessing you're like... like second grade. Seven. Like, yeah, you shouldn't... So unless there was something like either you were like trained, like yeah. there was something that was going on 
yes. that needed to be addressed for sure i had and, a lot of childhood trauma yeah, yeah. <laughs> another I, podcast okay okay, okay. <laughs> so, and i did, and i'm sorry yeah, i don't yeah. mean to be stepping no, in. no to, no yeah. you know it's yeah, fine okay. i've talked about oh okay and I, podcasts are but good. like again i didn't know that but that needs to be addressed and a yeah. lot of times i find myself when i'm asking these questions and of course i like never reveal anything i never reveal names unless they've already told me it's okay right Hence right, right megan right. yeah but like I feel like it's really important to talk to individuals and find out their history because you can't fully like address the issue. Yeah, it's not separate. As it's much not as we kind of want to make it be, it's not. No. Yeah. And and I think that's what a lot of today's society is doing is you try to compartmentalize mm-hmm. everything. You know, yeah. like this is totally separate from this yeah. what happened over here and da 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 da. But when in fact you're that one being and all these things happen to that one being. Right. Why wouldn't you think it would? Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, totally, totally, totally. I'm very interested. Yeah. So to talk yeah, again sorry. more a little bit about, no, no, yeah. no, it's great. Dry or cupping. Cupping. So, so talk to us about that. So dry needling is much more invasive. And again, mm-hmm. it, it really does affect the autonomic system that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you get those responses. Um, with cupping, what it does is it, these little, it can be glass cups, it can be plastic cups um some people have heard about like wet cupping is where Mm. they pierce the skin prior to and then they put the cups on so then you kind of bleed i do not do that that um yeah yeah, it's very intense and again that's more like eastern medicine like you you normally would never ever see that in physical therapy places Mm. that i know of Mm -hmm. um and what it does is it use these cups use suction techniques to help pick up all the layers of fascia and really drive oxygenated blood into the area okay and usually when those cups are plate wherever they're placed it's a like it's a it's a trigger point it's Mm. a point of like stasis which means nothing is moving okay is that like why you would be tight Yes. Okay. It'd be why you'd be tight. It'd be why you'd have that burning thing. Like whenever you reach back, I always think about seeing people when they reach back and try to touch their like the neck and the shoulder, that point where they meet because it just hurts. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's just, it just needs to be rubbed out, Mm -hmm. a trigger point. If you put the cup there, what it does is it drives blood into that area where there's been a lactic acid buildup, that dull ache. Okay. So when you you know you touch it it kind of burns yeah so what you want to do is start to drive that lactic acid out of the muscle out of the tissue so that you start to get oxygenated blood that feeds the muscle makes sense that make sense yeah yeah yeah. and so then the muscle becomes healthy again And, and normally your muscle wants to go back to its elongated position but because it's been in this like chronic injured or tight mm-hmm like uh, think about going out in the cold. Immediately when you hit the cold, you yes. shrug your shoulders. You yes. like contract like everything. The fucking winter, yes. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes. So that's the same thing with pain. Like your muscles immediately contract and try to stop everything from moving to stop to the protect, pain. Yeah. To protect, yeah. And initially that's fine, but your body overcompensates. So then you get all this reciprocal secondary issues. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get the suction or some sort of release so that the movement comes back, you mm. end up getting like this yeah. cycle. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So again, back to the cupping. It picks up all the tissues, brings in oxygenated blood. And what I like to do is if you rub it, like move it along the skin, mm-hmm. you get a breaking up of adhesions. Again, you're increasing more blood flow through that whole area that you're rubbing the cup through. Yeah, You're encouraging um, more length 
mm. in the muscle. Um, and then when I was having you move your head or move your arm, yeah. I found by having you do those types of things, you're actually starting to stretch the muscle. And it's different than massage because massage, you I mean, it totally feels good. Yeah. But this is really through each different layer breaking up each adhesion so that the tissue moves mm -hmm. with like kind of like glides on yeah. one another like it's supposed to does that make sense yeah, 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 yeah. and um unfortunately there is that bruising effect and like i always tell people you may feel a little more sore within the next 24 to 48 hours like you did remember yes. you're like oh my one side feels a little bit more sore yes 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 but you should have more mobility at the end of it right 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 so so does it bruise more where there's like more tightness yes okay because again i my sir I surmise it's because there's been such a lack of oxygenated blood that all of a sudden it's just like, like a, like a flood flood. Yeah. The dams opened and all this blood's coming in and then you're just leaving it there, you know? Um, so that's why I think you get a little bit more in yeah. the area that's been lacking. Yeah. No, that one on my right oh side my of my I neck knew it. I was, was like, like oh. gnarly, <laughs> gnarly. Luckily I have like my hair covered it. So I, was like, I wouldn't have cared anyways, but I always say, do you mind bruising? Because you'll bruise. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. So who would you say, I mean, I think we've kind of talked about this already, people that need to keep a tune-up on their body mm -hmm. if they're already experiencing pain or discomfort, maybe if they're doing trying to train for something like an Ironman yeah. or something. I think anyone's anyone that is doing endurance type stuff, like again, like we talked about our husbands, like my husband did rim to rim to rim. Yeah. Yes. Hiking down and back, down and back, and all in one, like 20, however long it takes, no breaks. Like if you're going to use your body, you need to have tune-ups. Yeah. There's no way you're coming out of whatever activity, if that's an Ironman, if that's a triathlon, if that's just even right. sitting at your desk for eight hours, which that's is a, a different type. endurance sport in itself. It is. No, it really is. And people don't yeah. realize it. They're like, yeah. I don't understand why my back hurts because I've just been sitting all day. <laughs> that's exactly why your back hurts. Yeah. You know, not supposed to be sitting all day. So I no, we're not. We're not yeah. meant to be that way. So I think any anyone's really applicable for these. What I like to do is again get a great history about what is going on in your body, and then use all these different types of tools like active release therapy. Mm -hmm. Like with you, you know, with your shoulders. I not I not only did just the cupping, yeah. but then I was like, all right, now we're gonna do some ART. Now you may need some ultrasound. Yeah. Again, it's all about trying to figure out what is going to best suit you so that when you walk out my door in the next 30 to 45 minutes, mm -hmm. you're going to have the most relief. And mm -hmm. again, I always say, let's be, let's think about objectively. Are you able to climb the stairs without any pain? Were you able to get out of bed? Cause that's mm -hmm. the stuff that we want to functionally start to measure. Cause yeah. I'm all about function. Yeah. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yes. Yeah. I, every time I get out of bed, the bottoms of my feet hurt for like the first four steps. Ooh, I think you might have plantar fasciitis. So I did have plantar fasciitis. <laughs> I had it really bad a couple years ago and uh -huh. I couldn't run for like four months. And then I like got over it, right? Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't hurt now. It's really just like when I wake up in the morning. It's just like tightness from my feet up to my calves. I'm a yeah. fucking disaster. Girl, do you do any stretching? Yes. Really? Seriously? Yes. You stretch your calves? I could probably be better about stretching See, my calves. That means it's kind of like when people ask you, like, how many drinks do you have per day? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I week. really, I really, really have like a, a big emphasis on my mobility and like stretching practice. I was talking about the Ramwad 
like the range of motion workout of a day workout of the day that they do it's like 15 to 20 minutes and you hold it's like yin yoga essentially Mm -hmm. so you're holding like a pigeon for three minutes or standing strap whatever like holding holding positions for a long time so like i do that I go I, to yoga. I, I feel like that is more mental. After a certain period of time, it is I feel like totally that's mental. more mental it than is. it is like you're yeah. hanging in for the stretch. Yeah. So I feel like if you like, and I always advocate anyone and everyone, they should do yoga. If not once a week, twice a week. I mean, I try to do, I try to do yoga. And I, um, I left the practice while I was pregnant, which was the worst mm-hmm. idea ever. Because I was like, if I can't do hot yoga, not Bikram, if I can't do hot yoga, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was so painful being pregnant and not stretching. Because yeah. you, your body is stretching in yeah. ways and yeah. moving in ways and not moving in ways that it's never done before. And I was like, oh. Wait, and it, this is a really good segue into I wanted to talk about how your approach to fitness has changed since you've had Roman. So how old is he? He's five months five, and one week. So you were like new mom. Yes. Oh, totally new. Not even six months old. Can't you tell? No, Megan. I can't <laughs> fucking tell. You I look love you. incredible. I saw you hiking a mountain like two weeks after you had him. I love you so much and I appreciate Wait, how that. How long really was it when you were hiking that mountain? How old it was, was he? It was a lot sooner it was probably a lot sooner than we i again i learned on that mountain he was way too young to take him up it we learned you should not be changing a diaper on the side of a cliff of a cliff and had ants and crap and i was like we're not doing this again but you did it we did it how far did you hike i think it was probably a total of like four miles which was again he was fine until my husband did the uh um, Lion King move. Oh God! <laughs> Held him up. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything for an Instagram yeah. photo. <laughs> All downhill after that. <sighs> um, but you know what I learned? What, what has changed is that what I thought was interesting. Um, you had asked in your questionnaire, um, "What's the worst and best advice that you've ever yes. gotten for fitness?" Yeah. And one of the worst thing is, is is, and I use it just for being pregnant. Oh well, you're pregnant. It doesn't matter. It matters even more. Yeah, that's what I would think. Like, even the thing like, you know, you don't feel good about yourself. Oh, don't worry. Just just poo-pooing it. Yeah. And I just think it's such a huge thing not to. And I'm not saying that you're not going to have bad days. And yes, all right, kind of like tone it down. But just at least get out there. Right. Listen to your body into a certain way. Like maybe you can't do everything you did. But then to just be like, no, I'm not doing anything. Yes. And using it as an excuse. Well, I'm pregnant. So I'm going to eat 18 cartons of. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't. Why would you want to do that? Why would you think that's okay? Why would you think that's going to feel good? Right. And so it's, it's stuff like that where I find that we sometimes allow ourselves to have these major excuses when we shouldn't. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So I did work out throughout. I or I tried to. And don't get me wrong. Like I wasn't working out at the intensity at all like and you were very active before very active before okay and you then, mentioned like going out for a 10 mile run so like that was yep. a normal thing yes. for you to do but one of the things that again and what i was going to say to you is like i remember my mom saying it was it's the best and worst advice that i've ever gotten given about fitness and it was it's going to catch up to you and i remember her saying those things to me because i abused my body I did those 10-mile runs, and I didn't fuel myself the way I should, mm-hmm. and I didn't stretch the way I should. It was just all about, my, you don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, or... I can do it, yes. so I should. Exactly. And it 
let me tell you, sitting on this other side of the table, it does catch up to you. And I was like, wow, she was so right. Mm -hmm. And first, and like, and like we had said, like sometimes you're given a blessing of great genes and I had and yeah. have great genes and yeah. they're from her. And yeah. I'm amazed because I mean, she never, she never worked out. I mean, yeah, but she always was like, it's all about moderation. I'm not saying you not to do any of these things, but these intensities and you not counterbalancing it mm -hmm. and just being so one-sided. So I always try to now think about with Roman now having him a balance mm -hmm. and it's such a hard thing to do yeah because you're striving when, or when you're used to just pushing 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 and being able to work at such an extreme level to then be like well now i have to scale it back like yeah. how, how do you reckon how do you reconcile that and it's so hard because again you have to think about like and again if you even take roman or being pregnant out of it it's like you had said, even with your back, you just drive yourself like, mm -hmm. I need to do it. I need to do it. And I mm -hmm. need to do it. And so somehow we need to all kind of figure out what that balance is. And it's very individualistic. Yes, it is. And that's why, like I say to some people, like, you, sh I want you to do this, but I, we need to figure out a different way for you to be able to get back to this. Yeah. And same with you. You know, like, I don't want you to ever not do what you love to do simply because you have a back problem. Right. Right. right? But then I think also sometimes it's our body's way of being like, hey, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Do you do you need to be doing all these things that you're doing? Or mm -hmm. is this coming, you know, a stemming from a deeper feeling of like, then you need to be in control right. or like you need to whatever it is that, that right. emotional response then that's manifesting in the way that we're working out. Yeah. Oh, Chrissy, it's a hundred percent. Like I, th yeah. again, like thinking about my younger self and how I push myself and that individual that we just talked to outside yes. and about his wife. Yes. Right. Yes. And at, I mean, I always loved fitness. I always, I, we were raised in sports. We were raised in team athletics and we were raised in, uh, finding self-confidence and independence all through these types Fitness, of acti activity. Fitness, yeah. yeah always. Movement, yeah. And so I don't, ha but there was a time when I only thought about if I do this, then I can eat that. And oh, I can yeah. Blah, blah, blah. For I mean, sure. I think every female particularly goes through Agreed. that stage. Agree. And I think when you're also genetically blessed, you're able to run at a certain point and not even think about like, oh, yeah. It's going to translate later. Yeah. Your knees are going to definitely have some arthritic moments at the age of 45, 50. Again, it's yeah. all different, but yeah. I'm like, <sighs> I know. I, I go back, I've gone back this lately this year of like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Like, it's not any, it, like, what, who, what are you up against? Uh -huh. what, who are you trying to prove? What are you trying to prove it to? Right. And really, the question is like, who are you trying to prove it to? Right. Who do you think you're not good enough for? Right. Why do you have to do 17 workouts in a week? Right. And the only one that matters is you. Yeah. Right. That's and I, and again, I think that's a big thing about fitness and what the balance is. And, I, and again, when my mom was talking about moderation, she wasn't telling me to stop doing the 10 miles. It was like, what are you going to do to offset that so it doesn't affect you as hard? Yeah. Are you eating the right things? Are you stretching the right way? Are you... Right. I Taking mean, care she, of your mind, your body, everything. Everything. And your mind is such a big thing because after Roman or during Roman and even, even before, I would have to say, like, I did a lot of self-discovery mm -hmm. even before. And I think it allowed me so many more opportunities like I really do believe like I don't again I don't know if I told you this but I met my husband Bob mm -hmm. in 1999 
at a New Year's Eve oh. shenanigans. And we were both like, yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> no. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't slap my, you're not going to stop my flow. And we are not simpatico. <laughs> Legit in Atlanta. I was there for um, physical, My I did, was doing one of my rotations there and he was there for chiropractic school. Yeah. And again. Interesting. We were we yeah. kissed at we kissed at midnight. Okay, and then we were like deuces. <laughs> That's so funny how that happens. Yeah. But again, going back to like where your mind frame is, you had to do a little some journeying before yes. you could come back. Yes, yeah, and all of it translates to fitness, your own self, and how you view yourself during all of these activities. Yes, and if you're doing it just for yourself, or are you just looking good, right? Wanting well, it, to look good. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's just like anything else. It Obviously, we know how beneficial it is and how necessary it is. Mm-hmm. But you can use it for evil too. Yeah. 100%. Your own evil. Right? And you know what? The only person that that affects and hurts is yourself. And I was really fortunate to have been able to be on this journey way earlier because I had a very super supportive family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't really use those techniques a lot, but I saw it happening to myself and I was like, why am I doing this? Oh yeah. I'm spending so much more energy thinking about this than being free. Oh, it's the most annoying thing in the world. You just get so mad at yourself. Yeah. Like, why am I feeling so guilty about missing this work? I have so many other things that I could be putting all of my energy, all of my thought power to. Yeah. And yet I'm hung up on the fucking workout I didn't do yesterday or the fucking piece of pizza that I ate yes. or the way that I look in a top, like yes. what, whatever it is, what, fill in the blank. Yes, it's so true, Chrissy. You hit the nail on the head. And I think if you are able to, however you get to that process to free yourself, you will enlighten. I mean, it's for me, it was like this aha moment where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm me. I'm my most, my most authentic self. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't exercise or you shouldn't eat the pizza pizza. Or, no, no, no. It, yeah, I think you Yeah, you, you have to do that. I think it all just comes back to the motivation behind it. Right? And I like What's again, like, I'm you? all about like if keto is going to get you there for a certain amount of time, sure. do it. Sure. I don't but, give a fuck what people do. Right? In no. any part of their life. Right? Whatever. Yeah. But again, like I'm like, do it. But I also think, again, going back to the best and worst advice I ever got was my mom saying, you know, it's going to catch up with you. It's all about like moderation. So yeah, do it 80% of the time, but 20% of the time, let yourself enjoy life or enjoy that piece of bread that we just had with our hummus. Sure. Oh my God. (laughs) And I, and I think it's too really dependent on just where you are. And I have kind of lived by the 80, 20 rule too, Mm -hmm. for sure. And and now I'm kind of in a like a hundred percent rule of like, wh- what do you want to do for you? Mm-hmm. What yeah. is going to like make you feel joyful? What is, what movement is going to look like? What food is going to what anything like what what is self like? My big big focus right now is like how am I going to take care of myself? So important. And I haven't had that. I'm 31 years old. Like I have not been in that place. And I guarantee I would not have been in this place if it wasn't for my brother you know like Mm -hmm. that's just you know I don't not that of course of course in any way shape or form that I'm happy that it happened but I don't know if I would have gotten there you know I would have just continued to try to be in control and push forward and just like drive 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 and 
and wouldn't have had to do the really, really hard internal internal work that but I had to know, do. But you know, Chrissy, what you should give yourself a pat on the back about is the fact that a lot of times people take these tragedies and become bitter and hardened that they become a victim. All yeah. this just shit just happens to me or yeah. or whatever, fill in, yeah. fill in whatever your thing is that you're beating yourself up about. But you've decided to take this horribly negative, sad, destructive thing that happened in your life and you're going to turn it around to a positive so that you can start to be your full free, self. Free, like you said. Yes, free. And you know what? You will touch so many more people, just even through this podcast, you will touch so many more people being your authentic self because people want to be touched by that stuff. Yeah. They are missing and longing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've always said, it's like if, if anything else, like all I can do is be me and mm -hmm. be myself. And then hopefully that allows a space for other people then yeah. to feel like they can do that too. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's fucking hard. No, it is really hard. <laughs> like it's why is it so hard to be yourself? I mean, I don't know. Do you, have, do you ever watch Brene or hear one of Brene Brown's no. podcasts? Oh, I love her. And she talks about that. strength and vulnerability. Yeah. And I talk about that to my husband, to anyone that will yes. listen. And yes. I think it's such a huge thing to be vulnerable, like your authentic self to people and be like, oh, this is me. This is it's all messy me. and gross. gross and, and I don't even like it sometimes. How, if I don't <laughs> like it, how in the fuck can you like it? And then what you do like it, then that's where I'm really hung up. I'm like, wait, you actually like me? Jesus, <laughs> you do? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with what you? What is wrong with you, you like that you me. like me? <laughs> You know, I can't even give anything to you. Why do you still like me? I know. No. And it's so crazy, but it's a mind fuck. It is. It's huge. And I remember working with this life coach, Dorothy. Oh God, I loved her. All mm. my friends who know me know Dorothy because I talk, you know what Dorothy said? Yeah. <laughs> you know, blah, blah, They're blah. like, oh my God, Megan, shut know, the fuck shut up. About up. But we will listen to Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> but it was one of those things that she said, like what you were talking about is like, why shouldn't you have a seat at the table? If you talk to yourself the way, if you let a friend talk to you the way that you talk to yourself, would she be considered a friend? Oh my God, no. I know that like, all the time. Mm, such a good point. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you deserve a seat at the table. You've done all these things. If you were to take yourself out of your skin and look at your resume, why don't you deserve a seat at the table? I know. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's, you're right. Yeah. I know, you know, internal work to be done. Right? Always. So true. But again, it all manifests. I do believe seriously that it manifests itself physically I, a lot of times. I am coming around to that. I'm very interested. I want to continue to explore this thought. Mm -hmm. But more. And, and you, but you are, and you're every day you're being open to it and you're being, inf allowing yourself, I don't want to say being influenced, but you're allowing yourself to hear messages and then you can decipher whether or not that fits your life. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. So you're becoming much more educated about all these different philosophies right. and all these different paths. Right. Which is, I great. think, is the key. It's like, yeah. there's got, there's a million different ways to do it. And so let's like, show people all right? the different ways. I'll you decide. Yes. And that's the thing. Here are all these different ways that you can live life. I'm not telling you which one's the right way. It's up to you to decide. And yeah. then that's your path. And then that's right for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's different for me and it's different for Sheila over here yes. and different yes. for Peter. Yes. yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, Megan. Mm -hmm. Yes. What does being fit mean to you? I think having spoken about all of this, I love feeling empowered. 
And a lot of times I feel empowered through my physical activity because it helps me emotionally. And what I have realized is through that best, worst advice that my mom gave me, it's through moderation. Mm-hmm. And again, I can be really extreme on one end, but what am I doing to counterset that so mm-hmm. that I'm balanced? Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, and it what looks different to you than right. it would to anyone else. To anyone else. And yeah. so I feel like that is what fits for yeah. me. Like I just constantly want to empower myself and empower others. And if that's through physical activity, if that's through you know, just sitting up on a bedside after a surgery, yeah. then that's what I want you to do. If yeah. it's just me talking to you about what happened to you, I want you to be physically fit in your head. Yeah, yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? So I think yes, that, that is that, great. Is that I love an it. Answer? That is an answer. <laughs> Where can people follow you? Where can they find you? Um, at Springer PT. Mm-hmm. Springer as in Jerry. No relation. P as in Paul. T as in Tom. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. That was my maiden name, and I've. You're keeping it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm, I I'm, was gonna ask because I see like Megan Springer deck, but I'm like, is it? Did people just like, did you change me your middle name? Are you saying your middle name now? What's going on? I gotta be just honest. It, it's know. a buttload of paperwork to change your name, yeah. and so I professionally, I'm not gonna change my name. Yeah, but I will. I am in Put, the works of changing my name. Okay. To deck. Okay. So that's why I say Megan Springer deck. Yeah. Because no, I'm taking my. This is the new thing to do. Yeah. This is what I'm seeing a lot of people do now. Well, you know, I've been Springer for so freaking long and it's I a know. part of me. Why am I all of a sudden I, pretend like it's not there? I feel you. Right? Totally. So I am keeping Springer. Yeah. No, I don't want to <laughs> say it's my biggest regret in life that I left Rubio, but it might be my biggest regret in life. <laughs> <laughs> you can always uh, name Go a back. dog oh. or a child <laughs> Rubio. <laughs> Plant. Whatever you need. <laughs> oh, guys, uh, follow on Insta at What the Fit Podcast. We've got some more hummus to eat here. Me at Chrissy Grody. Slide in those DMs. If you love what you hear, share. Help spread the word. Post to your stories. Tell someone at the gym. Um, tell someone at work. Just tell someone at the bar. I would love for you to talk about what the fit at the bar. Please make it like an intro. Like if you see a cute person and you're like, do you listen to podcasts? Have you heard of what the fit? And then you can just share it that way. Um, If you're absolutely loving the podcast, please become a supporter via the Patreon page. Link is in the bio. I ask you just to please consider $2 a month. It's so, so, so helpful for a weekly release. Um, Appreciate you guys always all the time. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.